Welcome to the City Confessions. I'm Marianne Yip, a native New Yorker, and I'm here to discuss all the thoughts that go to the minds of people living in New York City. Since I'm a native who was born and raised in a city that never sleeps, I come across people who are constantly in a rush. I would like to take a moment to sit down and talk about what's on their minds and what keeps them up at night. So sit back and let's dive into these confessions of people I know and people I just met. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to today's episode of The City Confessions. I have a really good friend on. She is Annabelle Gilletti. She's a PR specialist living in New York City, and she works with Krupa Consulting, which is a boutique agency that represents brands in the hospitality, wellness, and culinary space. So hi, Annabelle. Welcome to my show. (laughs) Hello. Thanks for the intro. (laughs) Wow. I already know that this episode is going to be different from my other ones because one, we are friends. So I feel like we're just chatting. (laughs) And two, you've actually been, I don't want to say like with me, but like throughout my podcast journey since like season one, which is about three years ago. I know. Wow. That is wild. Good for you. You've kept it up for so long. I know. One thing I excel in is consistency. (laughs) (laughs) And chatting. Okay. (laughs) So this is not about me. Let's bring it back to you. Why don't you introduce yourself? Tell us who you are, what you do, and what your relationship is with New York City. Sure. Um, Hi, I am Annabelle. Um, I'm currently based on Nantucket Island at my family's home. I've been going back and forth since the pandemic started. But yeah, I I work in New York City at this awesome PR agency called Krupa Consulting. Um, As soon as I graduated college um, in 2015 in Boston, I moved directly to New York and started up in the PR world. And I've had, you know, really, really fun experiences at different agencies, working on so many different kinds of clients. Um, And my home is based in uh, Dumbo, Brooklyn. I live with my sister. She's like the greatest roommate and my dear friend. Um, And it's been just like a wild ride living in New York and just a good time meeting so many different people. So I guess that's kind of like my short background, I guess. Yeah, and obviously we met through kind of our work. Um, you were representing, or not representing, you were working at a different agency at the time. I attended an event and then somebody told me about you because you were working with a brand that I was not familiar with at the time. Which, right, which brand was it? Um, oh my God, I'm blanking out. Because I do remember oh, um, Drunk Elephant. Drunk Elephant. Okay, because I yeah. do remember I have a picture of us on my Instagram from do the you? yes from the Rose Bar party we had for Drunk Elephant, the Proteiny launch. I literally don't remember that. At it was all. crazy. Like, that was that all. was an actual. That was like a straight up party. That was so much fun. That was like pretty cool. Like, what is a party? That's why I'm like, I, what I are know. you talking about? Well, <laughs> events are back. Things are happening. Like people are. Trying trying to go out it's so it's weird because like for example in new york i i 
because I came out here just like a couple weeks ago, but in New York, it feels kind of like COVID is still obviously very prominent. People are being very careful. And then I came here to Nantucket and like, no one's wearing masks. It's like, it never happened. So it's like a very weird switch to end up here. And just, it feels like people are just living life as normal, which is great, but it's just, it's so crazy. It's like, things are different all over the place, but I very much feel like people are so excited to get back to how things used to be. And that even goes into like the PR world, like editors and influencers and everybody, myself included, everybody's so excited to start seeing people again. No, absolutely. I actually have an event tomorrow to attend and I'm really excited about. But I feel like it's still a weird feeling. Like I'm excited, but I'm also not nervous and not about like health wise. I just feel like I don't even know how to socialize anymore. Yeah, I was going to say that's it's like a main... No, that's a very like prominent thing that people are talking about. Like even I remember meeting up with a friend like recently one on one and she's just like so good at talking, very personal, very chilled out. And like I have a little bit of anxiety, you know, I'm not ashamed to admit that. But like I remember we were just like locking eye contact for a while and I like had to look away. (laughs) It was weird. I was like, oh, my God, is there something wrong with me? I think it's just like I haven't literally I think it's like social anxiety it's so bizarre Mm -hmm. I mean I've always had social anxiety people some people might know some people might not know but I feel like I'm okay with friends you and I have gotten together you know since COVID yes um, and it's been fine I don't think it's been awkward no I think when I think (laughs) when I think of in a larger sense like an event with like people that in itself I'm a little like oh I don't know just because I've always kind of had that feeling so on top of you know basically being in prison and then being released you're like what like what do I do but we'll see I'm really excited I'm hopefully trying to reframe all of that anxiety into excitement yeah so I know you were talking a lot about you know wellness and fitness um that's why you're also you know in the agency that you are now Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. of the field that they specialize in yeah so I'm curious to know how did you even gain that interest in that field and can you pinpoint a time in your life or childhood where you were like wow I really love you know this like were you like athletic like how did you get into just like being health conscious yeah you know it's funny because even over the past year I feel like I've grown so much and kind of developed more of my interest or really like understood what my interests were Um, especially this past year, but obviously like throughout my whole life, you know, okay, let me, let me back it up. There was a specific moment in time where, for example, I, I, you know, did my first internship at Carolina Herrera. I worked with, you know, the most amazing team who mentored me. They're so sweet. And I, you know, got to go to New York fashion week and be involved in all these amazing, amazing things. But I just realized I was like, fashion is not my passion I was like this is not I mean it's so cool and and, and super interesting and like my sister works in fashion so I totally understand people who are all about that but at that moment I was like I love PR but I am not super passionate about fashion so I feel like at that point in regards to my career I knew like I needed to pivot and go in a different direction um and then I kind of, I went down this, the skincare route. Um, and I was so fortunate to work with, um, you know, Emily and Lainey Parr when 
you know, they had Pope PR and now Emily has Holy Frog. And I have to say like, they are, they are like PR legends. They are so good at what they do and they just like eat and breathe and live skincare and they know all the ins and outs. And I just like, I loved how passionate they were and it kind of just like, I guess spilled into me. And I was like, I'm also obsessed with this, but then I guess it kind of trickled over into just like all, you know, overall wellness. Um, and now this past year, I can definitely say like, for example, like I'm so much more in tune with my mental health, um, and how it impacts me. So like, I know I need to, you know, exercise every day if I can, if I have time, but I know like certain things are so important to my overall mental health and how I feel and my confidence. And it's just all like so interconnected. Um, so yeah, I guess it, it, you know, directly relates to the brands that I represent. And I just think that's so cool to have it intertwined with my personal lifestyle. It's really interesting because I feel like you and I know each other, but I feel like I don't really know your story, which is why we're kind of killing two birds with one stone. Obviously, you know, putting an episode out, but also me getting to know your background. Because when I started Instagram, I actually started it in the fashion field as well, like focusing on street style, you know, that really relates to New York. But that wasn't my passion. And I felt very pigeonholed because I had such a big variety of interests, including, you know, lifestyle, food and health and wellness and all that. And that's how I transitioned more into, you know, lifestyle and then eventually travel. Mm -hmm. So I feel like we have similar not paths but like backgrounds in a way yeah yeah totally that's how we are connecting (laughs) of course yeah and I mean fashion is it's just such a it's such a different industry it's so I don't know I I think it's amazing but like on a personal level I'm not the biggest fashion person my friends know how I dress it's hilarious like my my best friend Jill who lives down the street from me always meets up with my sister and I for walks in, in Brooklyn Bridge Park and literally my sister will be wearing like a blazer and like cool shoes and like or like loafers and I'll be rocking like sweatpants and like it's just it's just hilarious like it's it's yeah. just really reflects like our personal interests but I mean I love love clothing but like I don't know how to dress myself <laughs> no you're good I feel like every time I see you I'm like you're you look so cute and like what you're wearing is so cute so. I wear like I have like a couple cool I, I don't really know I just I honestly I ask my sister for so much advice if I like leave the house she'll be like don't wear the hat she always makes fun of my um I have like an influencer hat. I mean, I just call them influencer hats. They're like, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Which, Which one? The bucket ones? No, it's like the flat, oh, the say. flat brim. You know what I mean? But I was going to wear it on a date and my sister was like, take that off. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> oh my God. Wait, I was going to ask you more professional questions, but can we talk about dating? yes oh my god I'm like okay I have to say I feel like I'm so bold I haven't always been really bold but like ever like now that the pandemic is like slowly sort of fading and going away I just feel like I'm like okay I'm ready to date so I'm being very like forward I'll text people I'll be very direct like I'll you know what I mean because I'm like time is of the essence here (laughs) I feel you I mean first of all that always has been me so that hasn't really changed like being (laughs) direct I've never had an issue about that and honestly when I would talk to a guy like you know through 
the apps and they weren't asking me out, I literally had no issue being like, so when are you going to ask me out? Or like, <laughs> what? you know, like I was very direct. Um, but I think I love hearing that because to be honest, what, why do women like fear, you know, quote unquote, making the first move, or like putting yourself out there? Like I can care less about rejection there is no Mm -hmm. such thing as rejection anyways because you know a rejection is one step closer to like meeting your person so yeah it's so true (laughs) it's so true I'm such a firm believer in like everything happens for a reason and like you never know I I just think women in general I I mean this doesn't apply to every woman but like I have felt, you know, myself being really careful in the first initiation of text messages with new guys because, like, I don't want to freak them out or I I don't want to be too forward. I feel like there's this kind of, like, everybody knows, like, the text message game. And it's like, oh, they haven't Mm -hmm. replied. It's been, like, eight hours. Like, I hate all that stuff. Oh, my God. But it's so, like, it's just so juvenile. I'm like, can we just Mm -hmm. not do this? But anyways, so I just... I'm down to be bold and like put myself out there but yeah like I don't really have time for the nonsense anymore like I'm 28 and I'm like I know what I want I know what I don't want (laughs) yes girl me too but I have a question so you haven't always lived in New York so you have have you dated guys elsewhere yeah totally um tell me about the differences because I only know about New York men and I swear to god they're all shit um no I'm sure there are definitely some good ones out there I promise you um but no I know literally I'm like I need to leave New York to meet my person anyways but (laughs) so I I did grow up in England I lived in England for 16 years so I'm a dual citizen which is sweet so I can travel over there but because of Brexit I can't live in any other place in Europe which is not sweet anyways um so I went to an international high school And I've definitely dated all different types of guys. Um, I dated someone very seriously for a while who was British. And I don't know what it is, but like European men, I feel like have the best manners or at least British men, like the way Mm -hmm. that they were raised. I just, I don't even know what it is. It's just, it's different. They're so chivalrous and so romantic. It's just, Mm -hmm. it's different, you know? They're all about you. Like, they they literally want you to be happy. They want to please you. Like, it's not about them. Because actually, yeah. when I studied abroad in London, I also dated a British guy. Mm-hmm. He was, like, 20 years older than me. But let's not talk about that. Um, but, <laughs> no, he was friend. a gentleman. I was like, oh, my God. Like, what the hell? Like, wh- what? This is, like, you're you're so rare. This is, like, not what I'm used to at all. Yeah. So, and, I mean, even, you know... Every, I feel like just like every relationship you learn so much and mm-hmm. you are like you take you know the really really good parts of your past relationships and you're like okay I want this for my next person and it does exist like they can be chivalrous they can be polite they can be best friends with your parents or, or whatever it is that you want <laughs> like it does exist but I don't know yeah I'm, I'm really excited to start dating again and and you know, just meeting people. I, I just, I just don't know about the apps. <laughs> I don't no, know. I get it. <clears throat> so wait, when you say, you know, you know exactly what you want now and you're ready to date, are you more in the mindset of, you know, just being open to meeting people or are you more intentional about 
basically finding somebody that you can be in a relationship with. I'm honestly, I'm down for whatever. I just think you can't really like pick and choose or plan those kind of things. So Mm -hmm. if I meet someone who's really great, it just, it, it all depends. Like you can't, yeah, you can't plan it. So I'm just down to put myself out there and meet people. And I'm really, really excited to be here on Nantucket because I just think in New York, it can get really overwhelming with dating and there's just mm-hmm. so many options. And I think like, especially for men, like, you know, at this age, they probably feel overwhelmed and, and again, with all the options. So I feel like being here on Nantucket, it's like a smaller pool of people and it's just easier to meet people. So it meet people in person, you know? Mm-hmm. I actually saw this TikTok like the other day and the girl was talking about, you know, dating and like because things are opening up and especially in New York City. And she said Mm -hmm. that she's doing this challenge and she encourages all the single ladies to do so. So The first step is to delete all the apps, right? So you're not on any apps. You will then uh, go out and there's like I'm messing up the steps. I don't think it's like in order. But you basically take yourself out on a date once a week, whether that's, uh, you know, dinner day, lunch day, coffee day, but you have to take yourself out at least once a week. And in that time, wherever you're at, you have to be obviously open and not just like be on your phone when you're eating or or whatever the case is. Wait, wait, wait. Sorry. Can I interrupt? She wants you to take yourself out by yourself? Yes. Yes. Okay. Got it. So, like, whether that's a coffee date, while you're by yourself, like, don't stay at home is basically what she's saying. But she encourages to rotate the date. So, like, it's not like going to the same cafe every single morning to do your work. It's like mm-hmm. literally taking yourself out to dinner to try a new restaurant, maybe have lunch in a park one day, like, switch up the scenery and also switch up the dates. But that's once a week. And then every week, you have to give five compliments to a stranger, but these compliments aren't like, not necessarily to like girls. It's like to guys, whether it's like to to the barista or to like, even your doorman. It can be like, like, does my dad count? (laughs) (laughs) No stranger, but it gets, it gets you in the mode of, you know, one being a little flirtatious and two getting used to, just that openness energy mm. because people can feel it, you know, like when you're in a cafe and somebody's much more like close or to themselves, you know, they don't want to be bothered or if somebody's much more chatty or gives you compliments. You're like, Oh my God, thank you. So I think those are the three, I guess, steps or advice. I love that. And I know I do too. It got me kind of excited because as you know, I'm moving to a new place and I was like, Oh, you know, summer is basically here. Mm-hmm. I feel like, uh, for me to be in a new neighborhood, that's already a reason to get out, you know, and explore and see what's new. But just like the tips are very simple, I think. Yeah. And I have to say when when a random person gives you a compliment just mm-hmm. out of the blue, it is so nice. I know. I know. And and like I tend to do that every now and then, not to like guys specifically. I'll mm-hmm. do it to girls too, you yeah. know, if I like like their I don't know like their shirt or something I'll say something and I feel like yeah you can tell from their reaction like oh my god thank you so, so it's, nice. it's one of those things where I think it's it, it's underrated like for anybody listening like when you're going out and you see something that catches your eye again it doesn't have to be <laughs> flirtatious it can just be genuine I think mm-hmm. that is something that we need to do more of like compliment each other 
Yeah, yeah. I think that's nice. I like that a lot. Yeah. So I I I saw that. And I was like, ooh, I might I might you know incorporate this into my daily routine because I also had the realization. You know, I know you're in Nantucket right now, but how grateful and blessed are we to live in New York City? Because I almost forgot how amazing this place is and more so of the fact that you can meet anybody and like one encounter one conversation can change your life like I forget that sometimes it's so so true I mean it really it's such an incredible city it's so powerful and it really is. It's amazing for networking. Um, it can also be exhausting. <laughs> of course. There's two sides, you know, to the coin. Absolutely. But I think being stuck for so long, at least for me, I don't know about you, I definitely got comfortable in my own, you know, little bubble. Mm-hmm. And now that things are opening up, I was like, wow, like, this is actually like <laughs> the land of opportunities. They, they say that for a reason. I know it it is. I'm just like excited, yeah. And with the weather and everything, it's so it's so much fun. It's like when the warm weather comes, you're like Mm -hmm. reintroduced to the beauty of New York all over again. (laughs) And what I love the most, like summer nights, like oh, that weather is just like beautiful because it's so hot sometimes during the day. Like it's so so hot, but once it hits like eight or nine, it's like. Perfect. I love that. Wait, where have you? Also, you're moving to such a prime area of Williamsburg. Oh, I know, like girl. Hanging in the park <laughs> and everything. That's going to be so much fun. But what are just because I used to live in Williamsburg, so I don't mm-hmm. know. But it's been a while, so like I don't know what's cool there anymore. Have you been going out? What's what's happening over there? I go out all the time, and I'm, when I say go out, I don't mean like party. I mean like I'm never really in the apartment just because I yeah. hate being out. <laughs> but I love doing brunch. Like all the restaurants around Williamsburg is amazing. Like we mentioned, mm-hmm. Five Leaves, Butcher's Daughter. Um, there's like Sweet Chick, Cafe Mogador, like Sunday in Brooklyn. Like I feel like the brunch scene is a is a scene. Yes. <laughs> Let's definitely. put it that way. And honestly, I really love vintage and thrift shopping. Like there's so many shops here. I don't know if you've ever like visited the shops around. Yeah, there's loads. Yeah. And I think I don't know. It's just like you can go out without a plan and have the best time. That's yeah. what I love about the neighborhood because I did look into the city. And I was like, nothing is really calling my name, even though I was born and raised in the LES. Like, I love Manhattan. But in this phase of my life right now, I just think Williamsburg is a much better fit. Yeah, that makes sense. So, I definitely, mm-hmm. like, when I lived there a couple of years ago, I was definitely feeling it. And then I wanted something a little bit more calm, I guess. So I moved to Dumbo, but... I love it's, Dumbo though. I love Dumbo. It's so it's so chill. Well, okay, it's chill, but there are so many tourists. <laughs> um, just because there's well, so many the photo street ops. that you live on, yeah. There's it's so like... many photo ops. It's so funny, but it's it's a fun place to live, and I love the park. Like you can be so active. It's it's really cool. You know what? I oh, wait, I've, mm-hmm. sorry. I was no, gonna say I follow. Do you follow this Instagram account? Um, called Dumois. No, what is that? So they post all of these celebrity spottings and people oh, just like okay. submit when they see, mm-hmm. 
you know, like whatever, whoever, but they were sharing that Sean Mendez was literally eating sweet green outside of sweet green on Washington Street in Dumbo. Like recently? <laughs> yes, which is that oh street, the most crowded yeah, street. Yeah, and yeah, I'm yeah. just like, weren't people, and it looked like nobody really noticed because he just kind of like blended in. And I guess it was so. It was so obvious that it wasn't obvious, I guess. I was going to say, obviously, he's a celebrity, but his look, I mean, I don't know what he did, but if he put on a baseball cap and sunglasses, I feel like he can definitely blend in. A lot of celebrities can blend in. It's mostly the paparazzis or like if there is some, you know, inclination that somebody's like popular or known. Because think, I mean, I've honestly saw so many celebrities in Soho, and I mean, I'm not phased by them, but you wouldn't really know unless, yeah. again, like all the cameras are out. Right. So, so, so true. Yeah. So true. Wait, who have you seen? Um, I oh never God, see them. Like, really? I saw <laughs> yeah. Kendall and Kylie before they were like crazy famous. Oh, that's cool. Um, who else? I'm like blanking now just because I feel like I saw Joe Jonas on the streets. Oh my God. Um, What's her? I mean, she's not that famous, I guess. You know, well, oh my god, the the woman with the curly hair that works for Vogue. The woman the with the curly. Oh, Grace Coddington, the, yeah. with the red hair. Yeah, yeah. Oh I yeah, that's her. cool. Um, wait, you've crushed it. Yeah, there was a lot. So celeb so, yeah. spotter. Yes, girl. But it's all because <laughs> I didn't really spot them by myself. It was because of. All the paparazzis they would be it. like in the corners and then you know when you go to them you're like who's here and they'll and they'll sometimes like name drop <laughs> so it's so funny wait who so, is yeah. your who is your dream celebrity to spot or like meet or whatever i don't know that's a good question i'm not saying i'm not starstruck i mean leonardo that's my baby daddy for sure. So. Oh my god! I did um, not see that coming, but okay. I love him yeah. so much. Um, yeah, he's. But like, I'm he's not a like star. I'm not starstruck by anybody else. I mean, like Beyonce would be awesome. She's, you know, she's also a queen herself. But yes, I don't know. What about you? Um, if I have anyone listen to this podcast, they're going to know exactly what I'm going to say. Paris Hilton. <laughs> really? You love Paris? Yes. She's, yeah, she's also, she's she's a legend too, for sure. Yeah, I've just been obsessed with her since I was, like, a little girl. I don't know. I had mm-hmm. her Confessions of an Heiress book. Like, I follow her on Instagram. I don't know. She's just... She's dope. She's so cool. Well, I will say I have a newfound respect for her after hearing her story and just yes. understanding like what she's gone through. Like it's it is very eye opening because you know, I didn't know much about her. So I don't ever judge celebrities, but I think the persona that she, you know, had and, and even admittedly so of like, you know, why she chose to act the way she did. Mm-hmm. obviously people are going to receive a specific version of herself and and knowing that one that's not really who she is and almost like why she felt the need to you know put on that act um I don't know I just feel like it's sad. the larger exactly the larger message is that you know don't judge anybody before getting to know them and I think that's why and you know I'm not I'm not I'm not 
purposely trying to tie it back to me and the podcast. But I think that's why I started this platform was to really peel back those layers of whatever we're sometimes, you know, putting on and to truly get to the core of who we are mm-hmm. and to just like validate everybody and anybody's story because it is, you know, important and unique and like there's only one Annabelle Gelletti. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so I think we we forget that. Like yeah. our perspective and uniqueness is like is our superpower, like is our DNA and that sometimes we, especially with social media, we get so consumed with trying to be somebody else or like trying to achieve X, Y, and Z when that's authentically not us. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's that's been a struggle I personally had to go through as well because I've been on Instagram since 2011. Like, yeah, I, trust me, I've been through phases of insecurities and comparison and like trying to be somebody I'm not and blah, blah, blah. I and now, now I'm like, I'm over it. <laughs> you know, I'm like, yeah. I can only be me because it's exhausting. Yes. So. Do you feel like, I, I don't know, I, I definitely felt this way at a certain point, but did you mm-hmm. get to a certain point of your life where you just kind of like stopped caring what people thought and you're just like, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know, like maybe a year or two ago, because it got to the point also when you're in the, I don't want, I'm going to call it like the game mm-hmm. for a while. I feel like I'm one, I feel like I'm much older, right? Like I'm a quote unquote OG, but everything that people want now through, through social media is like what I went through. I want to say like four years ago. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm over that phase. Like, trust me, four years ago, I was very caught up on numbers and growth and the likes and everybody wants that nowadays. And then yeah. I'm just like, who cares? Because of course I can kind of say that, you know, due to the platform that I have and the experiences that I've been on it. But as you get older, you start to prioritize your life and start looking at things that truly, truly make you happy. And I think if anything, you know, the pandemic has really slapped us in the face with that question of, you know, what do you value? And like, who are you really? Mm-hmm. And I think, I mean, I don't know. I want to ask you this. Like, do you think you are living life differently than you did, you know, a year or two ago? Yeah, I definitely, I think so. I feel like I'm, you know, my lifestyle has changed for sure. I feel like I used to go out a lot more and I used to try to you know stay on top of having like a bajillion friends and being in these different like groups of friends and now I'm like you know I'm very content with having my core group of close friends and you know obviously having other people that I'm friends with which is like having that core group that I trust and I know I can rely on instead of trying to like catch up with Mm -hmm. the scene um and you know getting getting rid of the FOMO feeling like who cares Mm -hmm. you know if you don't go out that night whatever it's totally fine like listening to my body feeling like you know if I'm tired I probably shouldn't go for that extra run even if I did eat a cupcake or whatever just like not freaking myself out or making myself feel bad about certain things I think that is something that in the past couple years I really just changed my mindset you know mm-hmm. um and I did definitely like I've you know throughout my whole life I feel like I've struggled with like eating and my weight and my body image and all that kind of stuff and I did obviously like I worked through a lot of stuff with with therapy but I got to a certain point where I was like I don't 
I literally don't care. I was like, who cares? <laughs> I'm never going to look like, you know, a twig model. That's never going to happen. That's not my body type. And, and that is another thing too on Instagram. Like I really only follow, you know, tastemakers or influencers who I'm either, you know, really close with or that I really get good inspiration from. Like I never follow people who will make me feel, you know, less confident or try to be something that I'm not. Um, And I think that's kind of important because Instagram is just, it's so focused on image. It's like, you shouldn't follow people who are going to make you feel that mm-hmm. <laughs> so no I love that you said that in one of my previous episodes you know I spoke a lot about my own personal struggles with body image and all of that and actually in a therapy session I had maybe like a month ago like my therapist said something very obvious but was also just like mind-blowing to me and she was saying like you know the ideal body image that I have in my mind just realistically like that like genetically that doesn't align with who I am or like Mm -hmm. what where I come from and it's obvious but like I was like oh my god you're totally right because let's say okay like I'm 5'3 right like let's say my ideal body image um was of somebody who's 5'7 like there's just like (laughs) that's impossible there's no way I'm gonna look like that so even if I have that image in my head whether it's the weight or the the look like the leg proportion and the torso, like none of like, it's just, it's, that's not me. So mm-hmm. I would never be able to look like that. And the, the thought of that comparison, right. Cause I used to think of just a comparison in general, but if you're taking it, if you're analyzing that, that comparison, I'm breaking it down to exactly what I said in terms of like height and like, you know, the length of this yeah. and this, I'm like, wow, of course it's, causing us to be you know like hard on ourselves and it's a cycle of just toxicity you know because there's no way you're going like there's literally no way like no matter what you do and I and once I came to realize that I was like okay let me just let go of that honestly we only have one body Mm -hmm. and at the end of the day this is gonna sound a little like crazy but we're just avatars like technically you and I are just souls in this <laughs> right like we're just all souls and bodies so like yeah. what the hell who cares like I literally who cares it's so <laughs> literally it's so, don't even care <laughs> literally who cares no but d- dude you're so right like we only have one body I so it's know. like instead of wasting your time and being upset about it just be mm-hmm. like hell yeah I look sick let's go <laughs> but you know what I love that the the industry overall in like every department pretty much has become so accepting and Mm -hmm, inclusive mm -hmm. and like you know huge brand campaigns are you know featuring you know like trans models or just like whatever and it's just it's so cool to see that because I think it's just spreading the message of like inclusivity and everybody should be stoked to be who they are no matter what they look like and I think that's awesome and I think that has an effect definitely on everyone and I think that's great I love it yeah, I agree. I mean, also due to social media. Like, I feel like there's definitely going to be pros and cons to everything. But for the most part, I I can't acknowledge the progression of inclusivity, of just being more vocal, being more relatable, being more authentic. authentic. Mm-hmm. And that movement of, yeah, acceptance, really. 
um, obviously, you know, there's also like bullying and everything that comes with it, but you can't have it all, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's a whole other can of worms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be on here for another hour. I know. I know. <laughs> okay, but let me okay, let me ask you some final questions. So sure. what has been so there's there's this two part question. So one, so far, what in your career so far? Mm-hmm. When have you felt the most proud? And then on the flip side, when have you felt like the lowest? Like what has been your biggest challenge? Oh my god, these questions. Um, oh my god. <laughs> let's see. Let's see. I mean, there's that is the thing with PR is they are there are so many highs and and lows. Like I would say more highs than lows, but like PR work in general, it's like you never know. You never know what you're going to get. It's kind of like it just has ebbs and flows. Um, so let's see something I'm really proud of. I would say, oh my God, she's going to lull when she hears this, but I have to say like, I'm so proud of working with um, my teammate, Kayla, who I've been managing. She has just like watching her grow and being her support and just seeing how confident she's become is honestly one of the coolest things to experience. Um so that I would say is definitely something that, you know, makes me feel good and is definitely a high. Um, but I mean, of course, there's like so many cool things. Like I love that I can say that I'm working with Naomi Osaka's team on her sunscreen brand that's going to be launching in the fall. Like that is so exciting to me, especially, you know, she's such an amazing athlete and she's an activist and just like what she's doing is so, so cool. So to be able to work with a brand like that is, is such a high too. Um, and a low, um, you know, having a teammate quit like that, that is definitely a bummer when you are, working with clients and you know you're both overseeing things and then all of a sudden you you know have a teammate down and you gotta like scramble and figure out and make things work that's definitely a really really stressful situation but you make it work you figure it out and that's that's PR it's just like this up and down roller coaster of exciting news and you know, shocker moments, but it's exciting. And I think that's why people are publicists. I think they like the thrill and, and the reward of getting press. And it's just, yeah, I would, I would just sum it up by saying it, it's exciting work for sure. Yeah, no, I agree. Because I don't know if you know this, but I actually majored in PR when I was in school. So I feel right. like I somewhat have a yeah background in that too. And I'm the type of person that I just cannot have like a mundane lifestyle and one thing we all know about PR is that it's definitely not you know this you can't expect like not what am I trying to say every day is different and it's not this like set schedule of you know exactly what's gonna happen I think pitching has its excitement excitement exciting moments Mm -hmm. and of course it can be a little annoying as well but I think it's a fast-paced industry that just like like you said it ebbs and flows so quickly yeah that in a way is very exciting you know what I mean yeah totally and I think you know for someone like me who loves meeting people and I love creativity and 
just it's so exciting to build a brand for someone and build a brand story and make a client so happy and feel you know so special when their news is shared and people you know receive it well like that is a special moment so I definitely you, you will not get the mundane job of sitting at your desk and doing the same thing all day that's that's for sure so if anyone's listening <laughs> just letting you know <laughs> you heard it here first okay oh as we are wrapping this up as you know, this podcast is called The City Confessions, and we cannot end the podcast properly without you, Annabelle, sharing a city confession. So let me preface this by saying there's no judgment, there's no oh right or wrong, good or bad. It's however you receive this question. Don't think, don't overthink. But if you can confess something to the world, to the listeners, what would that be? Okay. Um, when I f- very first visited New York in college, um, I visited Dumbo and I took, you know, the picture on the iconic Washington street. And I was like, <laughs> I walked all day to get here and my phone died and I turned it back on so I could Instagram this picture of the street And then fast forward six years, I manifested living on that street and that's where I live. So that honestly just, I have to say like I manifested that and it happened and I'm so grateful. So, so grateful. That's amazing. So wait, when you were in that moment, did you have that vision that you wanted to live there? Yes, I was... Yeah, no, okay. it was like, I want to live in this neighborhood. This is where I want to be. I can see myself here. I thought it was beautiful. And just this was before also all the tourists were there taking photos. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just was like, I've been, I've had to like figure out how to get there because I didn't know New York at all or Brooklyn at all. And I walked so long. Like, I don't even, I forget where I was staying at the time, but um yeah and then fast forward and that's yeah that's my that's my home I love that because I am such a manifestation believer and if anything I recently got more into it than I ever did before so I truly believe that 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 is possible and it just goes to show that it's not necessarily always instant right you can manifest something and it can happen in the future and just because I mean as long as I mean, I think there are a lot of, you know, different approaches to manifestation. I think if you're already clear and you know exactly when in your life, that can work as well. But I think if if you're also manifesting in a general sense, that can also come into, you know, reality later down the road. Yeah. So firm believer in that. Miss Dumbo Girl now. (laughs) (laughs) Now everybody knows where I live. (laughs) Yeah, but Dumbo is still a little big, so it's funny. Yeah. (laughs) oh thank you so much for having me on your podcast you're so welcome I wanted to also just you know publicly thank you as well because you know doing a without having guests say yes (laughs) there would be no city confessions so thank you for making this possible and I also just love this conversation it was you know less we touched a little bit about business and like your professional life but it was just so natural and I think sometimes 
you know, for my frequent listeners, they're probably like, okay, we want like an episode that's just like girl, girl talk. So yeah, you're going to have to, of course, you're going to have to make the title of this episode, like (laughs) Paris Hilton, Nantucket. Yes. And manifesting your future apartment. (laughs) (laughs) All of that. I'm going to put all those keywords in the show notes. But with that being said, I am going to leave all of your information in the show notes. Um, I have two more questions. I know I keep like lying, but okay. So right now is your time <laughs> to plug away. I'm going to leave all your personal information again in the description, but do you have anything upcoming that you can share? So remember, this is like the end of July, whether it's with Krupa or your personal life that you can reveal. If not, it's totally fine. Um, I'm like, I have a book deal coming out. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> no, I guys follow me on Instagram. My handle is Annabelle Gilletti. It's A-N-N-A-B-E-L-L-E-G-I-L-E-T-T-I. Um, but no, I mean, my plans are just to keep manifesting and living my life and just, <laughs> you know, trying to do what makes me happy and what makes me feel mentally sound. So that is yeah. my game plan. <laughs> I love you so much. Honestly, people follow Annabelle. She's like such a sweet soul. I'm also so happy we connected and and we're still very we actually tolerate each other still. <laughs> and we know. actually we actually like each other. <laughs> <laughs> okay one more question so we have to leave on a positive note and of course bring it back to you because this is not about me um tell us what is the one thing you love most about yourself about myself oh my goodness yes girl um um, 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 i think uh this is a hard question it's not we you know we're bringing it back full circle we spoke about compliments right complimenting other people but we need to also compliment ourselves so this is a chance for you to turn inwards and be honest and not be uncomfortable all right right. embrace whatever you're going to see i'm getting i mean i'm getting awkward because i'm complimenting myself um i I think i'm i'm a very thoughtful person um you know, like I will go above and beyond for friends or family or whatever, just, you know, because I love people and I love my circle. And I think, yeah, I'm a, I'm a thoughtful person. So I definitely, I feel like I inherited that, inherited that from my parents. So for that, I am grateful. Yay. I love that. You definitely are a thoughtful person. Mm -hmm, Um, Thank you. (laughs) <laughs> you're <Aww>. so welcome <laughs> okay I feel you and I can like talk for hours like you said so I'm going to put a pin pin in it <laughs> yes is that the phrase <laughs> I think so <laughs> okay um with that being said thank you so much Annabelle for coming on for everybody listening thank you so much for listening as always I hope you enjoyed this episode. Follow Annabelle and stay tuned for next week's episode. All right. Bye. Bye.